that's maybe one of the words I'm going to write on the board for the year is just be useful. <laughs> Cause just like, just be useful and then let them watch. And then people who feel yep. aligned with what you're doing will naturally, you know, come like people will watch. Like if you're doing anything and you're being useful and you're showing up, people will watch. Just be useful and let them watch. You're listening to Inside the Den, a podcast about connection and the human behind the community in the world of Web3 with your hosts, Jake and Dwayne. What's up, Dwayne? This is the uh, this is the first time in a while that we've actually had a chance to just sit down, just you and I, and just talk about stuff. So it's been great to have a lot of the interviews with, you know, many of the members and Wolfden TGA, but, you know, carving out some time for just you and I to kind of get together and really talk about what we're building and things that's happening and, you know, just where we're taking the direction here, I think is uh, certainly worth, um, worth participating in and, and documenting for others to kind of get that over the shoulder. Yeah. Like we definitely talk lots, but it's rare that we've pushed record <laughs> on these conversations lately. So um, yeah, just have a jam session and, you know, the, some of the guys that we used to follow there, Matt and Joe, they used to call their episodes therapy sessions and uh, mm-hmm. just kind of do a little deep dive on what's been going on in their business, their podcast, their life, and uh, just jam out. And some those episodes were some of my favorites. So it's kind of yeah. cool to get back to those and, and yeah, just have a little session on uh, what's been happening inside the den. Yeah. Well, you know, the big thing right now, um, well, there's a lot of things going on, but i uh, maybe we can kind of start with like what's going on internally inside the den, as far as like things that we're building and what we're working on and how we're growing. Um, and then also, you know, kind of extending that into some of the things that we're seeing on the ecosystem. And uh, I don't know, we didn't really plan for a rundown of this. We're just kind of jamming out like we normally do and hitting record. So, um, so maybe we can start there. Cause I do, you know, know that, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like I'm running this podcast program and you're in it, you know, with, with some of these people who want to start podcasts. And, um, we like, we launched this podcast completely different than what we were accustomed to before, you know, when it was, there was like a lot of rigid plans around it. We're just like, Hey, let's just start recording some, some content, just you and I, and see where it goes. And there was Wolfish on web three. And now it's like turned into inside the den. It's taken a new form in terms of brand and, direction and um and i really feel in sync with like where things are going um there was a lot of receptiveness that came with that decision you know it was like hey like just be open and like pay attention and look at the interactions you're having with people and and um where's that going so you know it's really led us to you know this cool spot with you know being able to really participate and help build this community within wolfden during uh, the coffee chat this morning, I was had a really great conversation with Nicole and we were talking about time and randomness, open and receptive. Um, you know, those things are so huge. <laughs> um, like last year, uh, on the last Twitter space, you talked about your words of the year. Restraint being the word last year, which, yeah, that was a huge restraint year holding us back and yeah. and just not trying to push the gas while our foot was still on the brake kind of thing because we were still just like almost reevaluating our situations in real life right so it was 
I remember numerous conversations we had where it was like, oh, this is a great idea. We should do this. Let's go all in. <laughs> and then yeah. we'd, we'd have another conversation and be like, oh, okay, just wait. Whoa, let's uh, let's make sure it's the right decision. And and we had a lot of restraint last year, man. Like we really held off on a lot of things. And then just letting time and randomness and the open receptivity of what's going on in our world just to kind of guide our decisions and what we were doing that paid off in huge dividends. And I think this year, like with your word receptivity, we'll just continue to be that like re receptive to what's happening or where we should be going. And then just kind of position ourselves for the asymmetric upside. <laughs> I almost feel like restraints kind of like a muscle that you have to train. I guess kind of oh, what yeah. makes me think about last year because um, it's really tough at first to restrain from from that urge to jump into something head on, especially when when your emotions start going off the charts and you get into some, you know, there's a lot of FOMO or what whatever is happening inside of you. And, you know, there was a lot of like, oh, this sounds like a great idea. We should pursue this. Like, nope, not yet. Like, just sit with it. Think about it. Observe it. And, you know. And, in, and Nick talks about this. I think this is actually comes from Dr. Jeff is um, ignore it for as long as you can. And if it just keeps showing up, then you just have to accept it as your reality. And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just, that like runs in replay in my head. So it's like, anytime, you know, something new comes up, but now that I've like trained that muscle of restraint, and that was, I could say that was probably the word of 2022 was restraint. Um, now it's it's just much easier because I've gotten so much so many more reps in, you know. Yeah. So it's like you and I will talk about stuff, and it's just like, oh, you know, we know we know what to do next. We know to open loop it and and ignore it for a little bit. We know the process. And give your time, give yourself time to do case, man. You got to compile, analyze, strategize, and execute, right? Like you got to give yourself time to do that. And um, just by running through that simple framework, it it slows you down because you have to compile the right information. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, you know, there's some exciting stuff coming up with inside the den. I mean, we, you know, when, when the rebrand happened, I mean, I think it was, so we went to gray wolf summit that was November. So the podcast had been, I guess, live at that point for maybe a month and a half. We had about a month and a half of wolfish on web three. And, um, you know, through that conference. And then we had some discussion after that. It's like, this sounds crazy, but I think we need to change the name <laughs> and, and go this direction. And I remember we ran it by Nick and Nick was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I love that idea. And, uh, and then, so here we are, we got inside the den and, you know, now there's like the den events calendar and there's, you know, the TGA syllabus and it's, it's just been like this process of, and you can go back to each of those little like experiences, like the TGA syllabus. I remember that conversation with you and you were like, I really want to go through all this stuff with like the guardian Academy. There's like so much good information, but like, I just want to see if I can find the holes yeah. in, and, uh, so like started going through all that stuff. And I was like, Oh, let me build a spreadsheet. Cause you know how I love to build spreadsheets. <laughs> and then it was just like, and then we started like pulling it together and it's like, Oh, there's a syllabus here. And now there's like the TGA syllabus. And it's just like, that's being open and receptive. You're just like, okay, here's an opportunity to be useful. So Over let me just valid. go be useful. Not right. just valid, but useful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, let me just go be useful somewhere. 
And um, so that's really like, if I could sum up the story of inside the dance, like how can we be useful? Where yeah. can we be useful? And, and that's just been the thing that's like led, led this whole endeavor to where it is today. So it got to a point where, um, you know, there's, there's a couple of different moving pieces between the calendar and the syllabus and the podcast. And, and, um, now there's like the TGA podcast, taking all the, the stuff from the syllabus, you've been repurposing it. So, um, so it's, it's really turned into this, um, kind of a snowball almost mm -hmm. in fact, where it's just almost gotten bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, so, you know, recently we were just like, Hey, like, we just need, we need a website. Like we yeah. need to really take that next step. I think it's time to go ahead and, um, and move this into a website. I think, I even think that was like set on an open loop. It's like, does it really time for it? Does it really need it? But, you know, when you look at the limitations, you know, I was like trying to communicate like, oh, there's the link tree. And now Twitter's like, you can't have link trees anymore because yeah. it, some <laughs> Damn you, Elon. Yeah, Damn you, just, Elon. just shit like that. And then, so it's like, yeah, like there's just too many things. I feel like that's kind of getting in the way, trying to communicate. People are like DMing me asking about where the link is to the calendar. And it's just like, I just want to be like, go to the website. It's like all there. Like, just, just go there. Everything's there. Sharing episodes and content. Yeah. So, you know, looking for like the places to remove limits, right? Yeah, just, it just made sense. Like um, it was time and you showed me just a preview of it before we jumped on this call and it's looking awesome, man. Like it's yeah. really looking good. So um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited to just have a place where a quick call to action and just send people there and let them go down the rabbit hole. Um, they can kind of get all the information that we talk about and links and yeah, send them send them around i kind of see like when i think about inside the den i kind of see us as like a concierge for like the ecosystem like between wolf den and tga and even the partner projects it's like you know we're kind of a place where people like hey you want to get to know the people of these communities like go to inside the den like you can listen to all kinds of interviews and people that are sharing their stories and it's just a, a resource for that. You know, there's the count, like we've got the calendars, like we're opening up the book. You want to participate? Like, here's like the different events mm -hmm. that are happening. You know, here's your syllabus. And um, I don't know. That's, I don't know how you, this just keeps like popping my head. Like, I feel like this is like almost like a little concierge for this community, you know, to be able to get oriented as they're coming in. And uh, it's just an option, you know, it's like a place where, um, where we're, we're providing, you know, a, a space where people can orient themselves and, you know, get to know the people and the experience, um, you know, inside the ecosystem. Yeah. It's, um, it's just us walking down the diffusion of innovation <laughs> road, right? Like yeah. we're, diff we're diffusing the last year of our lives and information, which has been so useful to us and just putting our spin on it and our take on it. And, it uh, kind of all guides back to where we learned it from, right? So we're one of the one of the loops in the open loop learning. If you want to come listen to us and, and get a different take on it, and then, you know, we have links back to the source if that's what you want to do is, you know, consume mm -hmm. that information, find us, see what we have to say, see what others have to say, like all the, you know, other Twitter spaces. We're going to have those um, available right away. And and then eventually, if you go down the rabbit hole, you're going to find your way back to the source. So um, it's it's kind of a cool journey if somebody wants to go on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's interesting to kind of be in a project 
where you're so close to innovation and like seeing innovation happening and, and how it's, uh, especially with people, you know, people like Nick and, and just the team around Nick, um, just brilliant, you know, mm-hmm. in the way they think and how they approach things. Um, that has also been profound for me personally. And I know you too. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty probably anybody listening that's in the Wolf Den. It's like, yeah, I mean, just looking at a, a unique way of just kind of how to approach things. Cause I feel like it's been a complete 180 from what it used to be. That was one of the drivers for me to make it to Guardian was um, just to get proximity to more information on how he builds stuff like some of the over the shoulder stuff that he shares with the guardians like oh i built it like this because of and i use this principle to reason through to get the evidence and that i needed to proceed you know like just Mm -hmm. that that alone is immensely valuable to me like um just seeing the way it's been built over this last year and he continues to build and and just getting that over the shoulder look like that was one of the main drivers for me to get to guardian was just to be able to see more um, behind the scenes, stuff like that. You know, I got to give a shout out to uh, Matty dubs as well. Cause he's doing a lot of over the shoulder stuff. Yes, um, yep. um, He's having the calls cause he's building his crypto taxes made easy business. And uh, so he's, he's having calls where he's just explaining like, Hey, here's what I am approached with. And here's how I was thinking through it. Um, and his newsletter is actually very good because he he extends it into the newsletter. Yeah. And I was reading, I was reading, I actually made a post on my Twitter profile because I was reading it yesterday. And he was talking about, um, you know, he was like approached with this decision on, you know, whether or not he should like hire an accountant and kind of where he was at. And he's talking about receptivity. Um, and the quote, I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but it was really good. And it like spoke to me because that's, you know, that's the word of the year. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I tweeted it. And then this morning, a newsletter came out and it was all about receptivity. I was like, nice. did, Matt, did, did, did he do that because of the tweet? Because, you know, maybe he's listening. But uh, but anyway, it was just cool, you know, to see like, especially just some of the people like outside of Nick, like people in the community and seeing other people stepping up, hosting Twitter spaces, hosting hot seat calls um getting there people was, together to help you know yeah like yesterday some of the cca people uh opened up like an office hours call just for on twitter like just a twitter space here jump on yeah. and, and ask us some questions and get some feedback and uh guess who showed up mr malik you know like malik showed up and asked a great question about how to, how to grow some community and what he should be looking at and you know the the few people that were on there gave him some advice and i think he had some actionable takeaways from it Next thing you know, I bet you if I looked on his Twitter this morning, he's already putting it into action. So, um, yeah, there's we talk about Nick and the team and everything, but there is a lot of people that are building on this collective momentum and using these principles and sharing their knowledge and and just getting people together to, you know, live to learn and give to earn. Like people Mm -hmm. are just just giving what they got. And it's just uh, it's very cool to watch and partake in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And just being able to, to build those relationships with, with one another has been, you know, meeting new people. Um, it's been, it's been one thing that I've really noticed, and this has actually prompted me to, I wrote a Twitter thread about web three community and mm-hmm. actually this particular thing is what kind of inspired me to do it. Cause it has been on my mind and I was just thinking about like, 
Wolf Den TGA and just how strong those communities are. It's like, well, you know, what's really like, if you really dive down to the root, like what's really strong about it. But there was something that I noticed as a pattern with Wolfden is like, there's a lot of people who are in Wolfden and just like, they were not in crypto. They are, they had never bought an <laughs> NFT and they're like, I'm going to go and go out of my way and set up a MetaMask and buy a wolf pup just so I can get into this community. It's like, when you see that happening, because most communities and crypto or nfts like it's kind of like recycling people that are already in the space you don't see a lot of new people coming in mm -hmm. but when you actually see new people coming in that are that went out of their way to go through the complicated process of setting up a metamask and going through all that riffraff um that's saying something you know oh, yeah. like that's really saying something and there are people that are coming in and like like scott perry is a good example like he got a MetaMask, got a wolf pup, got access. And now he's serving on a council. Nicole too. Same yep. thing. Yep. Yeah. And, and purely did all that just because of the value past the web three crypto NFT, you know, like it just, it just changes the math. <laughs> Nick, yeah. Nick's mentioned that numerous times over this last year is just changing the math. And, and that is a perfect example of it. Well, and that's the thing. It's not like, um, and even if, and we'll, we'll do a whole breakdown of the TGA syllabus, but I know like all the free content, like the mm -hmm. public facing content has nothing to do with crypto or NFTs. It's all about, you know, your behavior and kind of like your personal operating system and how you behave, because it's like laying that foundation before, you know, before you really start getting introduced to it. Cause it is, you know, it is that early adopter phase and there's a lot of, um uncertainty and volatility and things that come along with that that you just need to be prepared for you know that was a lot of people. that was one of the things that me and nicole touched on this morning was just um you know last year during the bull run if i would have known all this fundamental stuff before that i'm sure i would have been in a better place coming out of it you know this mm -hmm. it's just such a great time while everything's quiet and slow to be learning all this and and and, and embedding yeah. it because um you know it goes in cycles so there'll be another bull run come up here and it's going to get all euphoric and everybody's going to be all running around like crazy again <laughs> but hopefully we've laid a base of people that can help bring down the baseline like bring that back down to a reasonable yeah. level so yeah, like it's it's gonna happen again, <laughs> but I know I'm gonna be going into it different and much more comfortable. Um, so it'll be cool to put it into practice, though. Like it'll be the first time going in with a new perspective, right? So, um, mm -hmm. of course, there'll be time time for hindsight again at the end of it. But for now, I'm feeling pretty good on the position that we've put ourselves in. Yeah, it's the you know the whole like the roller coaster when you when you take that ride up, you know, on the bull run, when just things are just flying off the charts, because crypto is so explosive and upside, you know, it, it's it, like, you can see monumental wealth shift in just like a matter of weeks or months. It's mm -hmm. crazy, you know, depending if you're like the asset you're in, we, you know, we were in that position and then you take that and then you take it down to the peak or I'm sorry, down to the Valley. Like if you've been through one of those cycles, um, I feel like, and we have, like, we've now know what it feels like. Um, it's, 
it, I think the level of maturity that you take into the next cycle is unprecedented. It's just, it's just a whole nother level of, of maturity. Like I'm not worried at all about myself emotionally going into the next one. I feel more prepared now than ever. And I think a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of people in Wolf Den that went through that cycle. So Mm -hmm. going into it, you're going to have a stronger foundation of people that I think are going to really help the people who haven't gone through it. The people who are new and they're like, what the heck is going on? Like, (laughs) I just like my thousand dollars is like 200 grand right now. And there's like something crazy. Sometimes, I mean, that happens, you know, like you'll see like things like that happen. And it's almost like, what, like, is this even real? Like what's happening? And it's, it's, it's crazy. So um, we've been through that. We know what it, we know what it feels like. And um, you know, there's definitely some missed opportunities during the bull run, and you can look back and you can be like, oh, you know, only if I would have done this and done that. But it's like, I kind of look back on it and think, you know what? I'm glad things happened the way they did because it put me in a position to really mature within myself. And I think, you know, the lessons that I've been able to take away from the bear market has um, is is something that is going to carry with me for a lifetime. You know, there's nothing short term about any of this. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to fool myself into thinking that I'm not going to get emotional. I just I'm just hoping that I'll be able to recover quicker. <laughs> you're more you want to be more ready for it, though. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to know, like, I know what this feel like. You're yeah, I mean, absolutely. There's definitely going to be that emotional side, but you're going to be ready for it this time. Yeah, like when you start checking it. the when you start checking the chart three times in a day, you're like, oh, okay, there goes my frequency exposure through the roof. Like <laughs> time yep. to step, time to step back. Um, so yeah, there's a few, few trigger points where it'll be like, oh, okay, this is, this is what got me last time. So now I'll mm-hmm. be able to correct, correct course and move forward. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Stay true to your solvable problem too. That's the big thing for me. Like if well, there's yeah. a problem they solve and you can solve it, solve that damn problem. I mean, it that, was, uh, that's my... there was a, well, it's been the focus of the week, right? The solvable problem. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, Wednesday to Wednesday is kind of the weeks and this last week was the solvable problem. So yesterday there was a great conversation happening in the amphitheater and Nick jumped in and had some just, uh, just great conversations with people in there about their solvable problem and how to think about it. And, um, that is is like the cornerstone of, of base case and decision-making. And so it's yep. been a, it's been a fun week to just dive in and, and revisit that. I kind of had a new perspective uh, shift on my base, on my solvable problem actually. Um, and so, so Nick was explaining it and he talked about, you know, um, putting numbers to things and. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I need to journal on this a little bit more, but <laughs> because yeah, that's okay. Because the yeah, the solvable problem, like it's a it's a bigger vision than just putting things on paper of your wants and your needs or whatever. Um, you can put it down there and put a number to it, but um yeah, I just had a more relaxed view of the solvable problem. I have no doubt over the last, you know, ever since we learned it. Like I went through the practice of, you know, putting my wants in there, putting a number to them, finding out what I needed and, you know, my whole solvable problem equation. Right. Mm -hmm. But, but I don't carry that around with me. What I do carry around is 
the are you talking about the intuition like yeah. the intuition piece because that, yeah. that that was that was hitting me too like i was thinking about problem that as is well like it's almost like a feeling now it's like okay i have my solvable problem am i moving closer i don't need to know the exact number but it's definitely like influences my decisions and my yeah process and yeah my whole operating system basically it was it, i don't know just yesterday when i was thinking about my solvable problem it wasn't the exact thing on there and the exact number it was like okay like do i have it clear in my head what i want and am i moving closer like you don't need an i don't need a specific number i just need the direction like he mentioned yeah. uh solvable problem being the vector component well right. it is my vector component it's mm -hmm. it's it's moving me forward and that's that's yeah so it was it was kind of cool that was my aha moment for my solvable problem <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you completely. And we could we could almost do a whole episode just on that alone. But um uh I will say that um one or one or one of the other things he mentioned on that was talking about like frequency of exposure to solvable problem. Yeah. And yeah. um uh, and he said there was like there's like people who are very analytical and like Dan uh, Dan Nicholson, I think was mentioned is like he's mm -hmm. got a very he's a math, he's got like a mathematical mind. And uh, yeah, like a linear process, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. And, um, you know, where somebody like a Dr. Jeff's like has more of like intuition, like you can just kind of feel when something's off, like you don't really make changes until like that feeling's like hitting you, um, which I think you and I might be, I know I'm like that. Like I, I just, I'll listen to my body and I'll listen to just, that's why I was saying, remember last week I was telling you, I was like, I just. I, I couldn't not, I was in a cycle. Like I, I was just not feeling productive. Um, I didn't want to do anything. I was kind of just very gray, like just mm -hmm. eh, like, I didn't really want to do much. And um, it was just like, you know what, just step away, take a little bit of a break. Like it's time to pace it down a little bit. And, you know, there wasn't like a, you know, something quantitative I was looking at that was giving me that answer. It was just a feeling. It was just like, yep. eh, like, I'm just not really feeling this right now. And then this week I've, it's like the complete opposite. Like now, like I'm like really like back into like wanting to build and I'm more focused and just had to give myself that space to kind of like go through a cycle. Yep. I think sometimes we go through these cycles, not realizing we're in a cycle and we try to force stuff and it ends up like throwing us like way out of alignment. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, that's when you're like, you're just in this like weird mental state where you're just like, everything <laughs> feels like shit and yeah. you wake up in the morning. You're like, Oh, like, what am I going to do? And then you don't finish things. You don't start things. You like question it yourself. You don't trust yourself. You're not confident. Like there's all that bad shit that starts flowing through you. So it's like, if you can just think about those cycles and, you know, just to just bring accept, the intuition, just accept it and let it happen and like yeah. feel it, feel it and get through it, but don't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Cause like, cause like you, you could feel bad. It's like, wait, I should be, I should be doing like more this week than I am. The more I should be doing more. more. I should be doing more. <laughs> right. And I think that's kind of like part of the, you know, that can like factor into solvable problem. It's, it's, it's a, I don't, it's not as, um, it's not as black and white, you no. know? No. Like solvable, I don't think it says black and white. I think you can make it very black and white or try to make it very black and white and rigid. Yep. But, um, yeah. And, if, know, and just, if that's, if that's your disposition and your linear thinking of, I need, you know, this to, I need the linear component of 
I'm here. I want there. And this is how I get there with this number and this quantitative value or whatever. If that's what you need to to maintain your solvable problem and be clear on it. Yeah. So be it, man. <laughs> like That's, yeah. that's the, that's the beauty of this whole thing. It's just like, however it may seem fit to you in your circumstance. I kind of, you know, I kind of think it's, it's, a, I think it's both in a way. Like, I think there's a quantitative and a non-quantitative, like, yep. like I, ha- I certainly have some things that are um, very clear that yep. need to be solved for. And you can put numbers to it and it's black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, and then there's things that we were just talking about with your cycles and kind of like how you want to like orienting towards like the things you actually want. And, um, you know, you and I've had a lot of these conversations, especially like getting into new endeavors or taking, you know, paths that we've never taken before. And it's like, well, you know, you go through that and you're like, well, if I do this, you know, this could be like, what's the second, third or fourth order consequences to it. And, and sometimes that can kind of trip you up, but then when you actually start engaging in it, you're like, okay, well, you know, maybe this isn't as what I thought it would be where you get some new evidence and it's just not super quantitative. Like you actually have to take some action mm-hmm. to get the feedback and the evidence and the the understanding to be able to understand like, well, is this something that I continue on? And that's where I like the soft offense and micro stepping is so important because doing that allows you to commit to something just enough to understand if it's something you want to continue on with hmm. where like the old version would be or old, uh, old operating system, you know, just run one. straight into the brick wall. Just as fast as windows. you can. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just like, I'm just going to go ahead and hit the gas, like 200 miles per hour, right into this brick wall and just explode. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it's, you know, it just helps you like, and I think that's kind of where like the non-quantitative aspect of solvable problem, like factors in, you know, yeah. and then there's a lot of intuition with it and um. But um, anyway, this is cool. This is a cool conversation. I feel like we could like go on and on about it. <laughs> yeah, man. No, this is this is good. Uh, I don't know how long we've been chatting for. It always goes by so quick. But um, yeah, I like I like this little jam session. Hopefully, uh, hopefully people got some value of it. Well, uh, you know, I, I or, think we or can hopefully, probably... hopefully it was useful. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we were talking we, about that the other day. Yeah, like, we were so just saying value. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Just talking about uh, maybe getting back on Facebook and uh, I was checking some stuff and I was seeing the the value posts of, yeah. you know, I went to the grocery store and I seen this bottle of ketchup and it really made me think <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like just dropping the value posts. Um, but and then we said, no, like if I'm going to, you know, start posting anything, I I hope it's going to be useful <laughs> so that that that's maybe one of the words I'm going to write on the board for the years. Just be useful. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like uh, it's everybody's like doing the hook story offer. It's like there's my hook, yeah. and the hook is like a picture of them with their mouth open, pointing at something or whatever. And then there's the story, the long thread, and then there's like the offer at the end. And uh, I feel like instead it should be, you know, uh, be useful. Let them watch; they'll come, you know, or yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Because just like just be useful, and then let them watch. And then people who feel yep. aligned with what you're doing will naturally you know come like people will watch like if you're doing anything and you're being useful and you're showing up people will watch 
that was how not being useful people aren't going to watch that was how i came how i came into the wolf den man i watched i watched for months and months and months before i even like reached out to you and said hey dude like we need to go check this out or whatever but i watched for months from the background just you know and the usefulness came through and then all of a sudden it was like oh yeah like we need to go check this out (laughs) so yeah yeah, just be useful and let them watch yeah and then people will come at their own time (laughs) yeah exactly and and people will stick around longer too you know because they because you're being useful and you're helping them out and you know it's it's it doesn't need to be super complicated um marketers have a way of complicating shit in a way that doesn't need to be complicated <laughs> well <laughs> you know like well we could get into that too but like that's just removing the removing uh what is it like removing that thing taking that piece out of you so they can put their own spin on it yeah, back at yeah. you you know like yeah. a, i forget the wording exactly Remo- but- it's like you're removing a belief and then you have this yeah. empty space and then they fill the belief they fill that space with their solution because they know yeah. you want it filled right like yeah. um but yeah 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 coming from the um, internet marketing spaces gave me a whole new perspective on advertising and marketing and and seeing that kind of stuff i i don't think i looked at it the same you know a couple of years ago but now that i've been kind of behind the curtain and and seeing some of the tactics and strategies <laughs> and the the ways that people um you know sell shit that it was it's a it's it's useful <laughs> for me to like have mm-hmm. gone through that period of time because now I can uh see it better that's for sure well you know speaking you know staying on the same line of being useful you know and that's that's really something you know we're going to always continue to do it's it's definitely a far more sustainable i think a more ethical way of approaching mm-hmm. just how you show up you know is just be useful be true be real whatever word you want to put in there but but definitely be useful and that's really what's valuable for anybody that that needs it and um speaking of which and maybe we can kind of wrap it up here i don't know how long we've been on usually i record this on my end and i got a timer and i didn't do it so i have no idea it could have been an hour for all i know at this point (laughs) but um so uh we are like i'll give a little bit of a hint into the website there's going to be um and i'm i do need to figure out actually how i want to set this up this might be a a little hurdle but I've, i've seen it done before so i'm not worried about it but um, there's going to be uh, sections to our content. It's going to kind of be broken up into three different types of content. And uh, and it's not anything like new we're doing. It's just looking back. It's like, you know what? There's basically three types of content we're creating here. Um, the first one is, you know, giving you insight into the people of like the community, right? We have these interviews with people um, to share their stories, what they're doing, how they're showing up. And you get an opportunity to, you know, be inspired by them, get to know them. And, you know, so if you do want to join the community, at least you have a good understanding of like the caliber of person that you're going to be mm-hmm. in proximity with. So you got the people, right? So that's the first one. The second one is just news and updates. You know, what's going on. We have our weekly Wolfish review. We do that on Twitter spaces every Friday, excuse me, it's recorded. We repurpose it, put it to the podcast. And that just is just a way to, again, that kind of goes back to that whole like concierge thing I was talking about. It's like, Hey, this is just our way of kind of being a concierge and keeping people updated on what's happening and the events. And then, you know, we also use that as as opportunity to do like little spotlights with people that we may not be able to get on the interview, but we can still highlight them and what they're doing in the world. 
Um, and it just, it also creates more of an interactive space because people can come up on stage, they can ask questions, they can share. So again, you know, you, you have that option. Well, so that's the second piece. The third one is, is really kind of getting into the tools. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of different tools, you know, everything from like TGA syllabus. Um, and then there's a lot of web three tools. You know, if you own a wolf pup, like you can actually get discounts on stuff like, uh, meat from Catskill packing is like one example, but you know, if you Disc- never enter discounted NFT merch, um, you know, yep. the lots of merch discounts. Uh, yeah, there your wolf pup is, is a tool in itself and you need to mm-hmm. know how to connect that. And so, yeah, you can continue on the tools like, cause there, that's definitely a place that we haven't really put a lot of effort into. Um, but I think where you're going is that we're going to start maybe a little bit or what? Yeah. So basically, I mean, we, ha- we have a few and this, this came to light. Um, again, this is all about being up and receptive. Um, I was talking to Scott Perry and actually Nicole, cause they're doing the coffee chats mainly in the morning. Usually mm-hmm. Nicole's always there. Scott's usually there too. And um, you know, they're brand new to this space. And Scott was talking about, he was like that. There was one podcast he had listened to where somebody who was, I guess, um, um, acknowledged expert in the web three space came to talk about web three. And he was like, I actually like left that interview feeling more confused about it than when I started. And then when he was talking about, it was our very first episode, like while we were wolfish on web three and like going through that. And he said that, yeah, that was really helpful. Like it kind of helped make things, made things click for me. And, um, and then there was, you know, Hey, like I want to start farming my, my bronze guardian. And so I can start moving up the tiers in the guardian Academy. And it's like, wow, there's actually a lot of tools here that are at people's disposal. And maybe they don't quite understand how this stuff works. Um, I even think that like, um, your, like, there's something I was thinking about. Cause there's like, like there's discord too. Like there's yep. like, how do you get involved in discord and, you know, having those conversations, what's appropriate behavior. We did talk about safety and security and I, I see that as a tool, but it's just like, how can you, you know, how can you make sure that you understand what are the tools, what's available and, you know, how can I best use them for, you know, for my own purposes. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think, you know, we're going to start creating some more solo content. We're just, you and I are going to sit down and, you know, put an emphasis on a specific tool and really just kind of dive into it. And that'll be, you know, we already have some stuff. I think that like the safety and security is a good piece that we can include in there. The, you know, the talk about web three, um, I think we should, you know, maybe even having an episode about NFTs specifically, cause that's a tool, you know, and that's oh, used sure. certain ways. And, you know, we're talking about the TGA syllabus. Anyway, we can kind of create a, you know, almost a library there of just people when they come in. It's like, okay, now I know the people. I understand what's going on in the ecosystem. I get these updates. Okay, now here's the tools and here's things that I can use to help grow within Wolfden, TGA, and and everything that's being built here. And the, so. yeah, and just the macro Web3 environment, right? <laughs> like, yeah, because um, there there is a ton of great communities out there. We highlight the Wolf Den and TGA the most, but there's still a ton of great communities that all have different utilities and functions and purposes. So just to be able to orient yourself and have the tools to go play wherever you see fit, Um you know, we're not, we're not exclusive here. Like go, go play, but make sure mm-hmm. you're playing in a responsible and safe fashion. Yeah. So that the website that you're putting together, man, I'm excited for that. And, you know, to get that all kind of curated into one 
one place. We're not going to drop the URL yet, but we picked up a pretty cool one. So I'm excited to drop the call to action there. Um, as we wrap this up, what are our calls to action? Like go follow us on Twitter. Um, oh, you guys like tax season. Remember oh, yeah. to go check. Remember to go check out Crypto Tax Sucks. Like, um, if you guys are still working through your transactions, and mm-hmm. if your accountant is struggling, like I know I sent our podcast with Maddie Dubs to my accountant, and I said, Re- "Listen to this, and let me know if you have any questions." And I said, "If you have any people in your circle that are, you know, being asked about crypto." come over here, like start getting some education because I know a lot of uh, accountants that won't touch crypto or haven't touched crypto or have a very surface yeah. level knowledge of it. So um, yeah, tax season, unfortunately is coming up. So got to have that all in place. And he's, he's our go, our go-to guy. So. Yeah, he's brilliant. I mean, and, and actually we had an interview with him. I can't remember what episode it is, but if you could just scroll down, you'll see, um where we talk with him and he you know he we we talk about the tax piece and he he covers that but there's also a lot more in terms of like investment strategy and it's you'll really get a sense of just how his his hair brain works yeah (laughs) hair brain ideas but um but yeah so so back to like so crypto tax is made easy um if you go in our show notes there's links to um to get he offers two options there's like a a course option which also there's like a community piece there where you can ask questions he's got video tutorials so if you want to do it yourself um you know you can build that skill and and there's a course option and then there's also uh he also will do it for you he has a done for you service so if you don't Mm want to fool with it you just want to hand it over no it's done right um crypto tax maddie crypto taxes made easy um we'll also offer that and we do have so we we worked out a a a partnership kind of deal with maddie dubs and if um if anybody uses the promo code wolfish um, it gets you two hundred dollars off so uh that's an option and also um if you are a wolf pup holder and you connect your wallet i think that gets you 300 off so those are two options. <laughs> it's just pretty, another reason to get a wolf pup, right? Yeah. Um, $300 off, but uh, there's only 5,000 wolf pups. I don't know where we're at on mint, but we're, we're, we're kind of like in that last final stretch of, of minting, you know, so I don't no no, no FOMO or anything, but <laughs> yeah, don't FOMO. But I just seen doc, the wolf, he uh, sent his Roomba floor sweeper across the wolf den and minted 10 more wolf pups and gave one away yesterday. So um, I would imagine we're getting, Mm, yeah we're over four thousand so we're closing in on the five thousand once yeah. they're gone they're gone and you'll be av- you'll have to buy them off the floor open sea yeah yeah who knows what that'll be when that happens but yeah um but yeah i mean those are options so crypto tax is made easy and um yeah if you want to like if you're you know if you're not following us on twitter definitely i encourage you to again there's links in the show notes it's at inside the den pod on Twitter and there we're going to be, you know, as the website comes ready, that's where you're going to be you know, really seeing kind of those announcements come through. Um, of course, you know, we have our weekly spaces there as well. So if you want to mm-hmm. come in, say hi, come up on stage, jam out with us. We have like a little jam session at the end where we talk about stuff and things with the community. And um, yeah, I think that was a yeah. good call to action. What do you think? Yep, definitely. Yeah. Sweet. When you, when you pick up your wolf pup, go name them. Don't forget to go register in Wolf Pups. And yeah, if you have any questions about the syllabus, don't feel free to reach out and ask. All right, man. Awesome. This This is a great episode. Perfect.
Stay wolfish, everybody.